Maybe I'm just nostalgic Or maybe it's truly magical I'm Andrew. And I'm Brooke. And this is the Disney Needle Podcast. So, guys, um, for today's episode, what we are going to talk about is a little movie that just came out recently known as Dumbo. Dumbo. As you guys know, in a slightly earlier episode, we watched and recapped the original Dumbo, um, shared our thoughts and feelings on all of the craziness and offensive things within that film and recently the film has been re-adapted into a live Live animation live action yes live Live animation (laughs) (laughs) into a live action i mean it is a live animation it's cgi lion king is a live animation yeah jungle book too and we have it directed by the one and only tim burton tb so Really, Brooke, let's just hear from you first. I'd like to know kind of your first thoughts um, and reaction reaction from the film. Um, So, it doesn't feel like a Tim Burton movie, first and foremost. Uh, I was expecting this movie to be very dark and get very weird, as Tim Burton likes to do. I think there were a lot of crazy, dark themes in the original that he really could have explored and... Uh, brought to light in this one and he didn't it felt very safe for a Tim Burton film very safe no risks here except for like maybe the casting that was a risk (laughs) I would actually agree and I think we might have talked about this a little bit when we watched the original in that because it was kind of dark That's why it made sense that Tim Burton was going to be reimagining the film. Mm -hmm. And I was hoping for that darkness to it. Yeah. Um, I was kind of starting to think of how he did, like, Alice in Wonderland, and it was very dark and whimsical, and that's what I was hoping for. And, uh, yeah, very kind of let down by it. It's very, uh, play it safe, very vanilla. Sorry, Matt. I know you love vanilla. Um... (laughs) But, it, like, it just, I don't know. I was expecting a lot more. Like, even the um, ba- the baby mind scene, it did make me sad. Like, I mean, that's just a fucking sad scene in general. I really did like the um, the new spin on the song, though, on the ukulele. That was really pretty. I really liked that a lot. Um, With the woman that was doing it? Yes. Uh, but, like, it's sti- like, it just didn't feel dark. And even the pink elephant scene, like, they totally changed that up. Um, and it was not scary like it was in the first one. It was just kind of like this interesting little tidbit. I was happy it wasn't quite as long, the pink elephant scene. Um, But it just, I was like, this doesn't feel right. It definitely felt more in, like, the vein of an Edward Scissorhands or a Big Fish compared to, like, Tim Burton's other stuff. No, not Edward Scissorhands, more Big Fish. Like, Like, the style of Big Fish, but I think it definitely had that Edward Scissorhands aspect of, like, 
character that everyone sees as a freak except for like this one family that like really I sees the potential in it. I think they do though. Because like at first they see him as a freak because of the ears but then like everyone seems to get over that really quickly. Yes. Yeah. Except those three kids. There was those three little boys. Oh yeah, that the, were... like the like the the Pinocchio kids is yeah. essentially what they were. They actually yeah. were very much like mm-hmm. the Pinocchio kids, making fun of Dumbo, and they were also in the original. Those little kids made fun of yeah. Dumbo. So the Pinocchio kids. That's just what I'm going to call them. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about the worst casting and character of the scene of the movie, <laughs> which is that stupid fucking daughter of his, Millie. <clears throat> Her name is what? Nico, Nico Parker. Parker. Yeah, well, I'll tell you. Five minutes into the film, and she spoke two lines, and I was over her character. You said it best. Like, she did say, like, two lines, and Andrew was like, oh, they're they're forcing her. Yeah, they're forcing her personality of this, I don't want this show life. This Mm -hmm. is all hoopla. I'm a scientist. I'm a scientist. I do experiments, and I'm intelligent, and I don't buy any of this hoopla. She was basically like Hermie the Elf. Hermione? Hermie the Hermie elf. from, from uh, Misfit Toys. Yeah, where she's like, I'm going to oh. be a dentist. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah just... he's a little fucking cocky <laughs> that guy. I really just wasn't a fan of her character. I wasn't at all, but mainly because of her dead expression. She, Her face is the same the entire, the entire movie. It doesn't ever change. She shows no expression. She like smirks at one point, and even then I'm like, that's bullshit. That ain't real. Yeah, it... And she's the daughter of Thandie Newton from Westworld. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She and, would have fit better the in Westworld. Dude, the dude that uh, directed Mamma Mia, the new one. Here I go again. My, my, how that's his daughter? Yeah, that's their daughter together. That's a shame. Yeah, she really, I feel like, let the family down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was her first ever acting role. Really? Yeah. Well, and she said something like, "Wouldn't it be so great to go out on top like with this movie?" And I was like, "Oh, sweetie." Oh, is that what she said? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I "Have really you seen like the her. kids that you know grew up in Game of Thrones? Like those kids can act. They're going out on top. Yeah, and she, they're going to act after this." She just had a bite to her, and you know, maybe it was her proving herself that she could be different, and maybe it's low key resenting the fact that her parents were in the circus mm-hmm. because. She lost her dad to the war. I mean, he came back without an arm, but he was gone. What purpose does that serve in the movie, too? The mother left, the dad going away. Yeah, in the war. I think the only thing, the only things that I would gather from that is, one, the time period, mm-hmm. to help establish the time period of when this was happening, and the war also speaks to why they were having trouble with the circus, yeah. from a financial perspective. Well, um, wasn't it because people died, too? Like, you was talking about influenza took them, and I feel like even... You could have had the same thing without sending the dad to war. He yes. could have lost his wife to influenza, and that would still give us a time period piece. That would have because actually because we know when like influenza was killing people. I mean, it still the, is to this the day. The only but, other, you know, yeah. The only other aspect that it really adds is like establishing that mo- these kids grew up without either parent for for a decent amount of time. Because you have to imagine he was gone for a couple of years. Yeah. So they were being raised by like the magician and his wife or something like that for. Yep. For a few years. So, like, because you think about the ages of them and, like, how long someone's usually off to war, they probably were, like, two or three. So this is, like, early interaction with their dad for the first time. But, yeah, it's not really... They don't play it up. They don't do anything to really make that a central storyline. They don't. And talking about the dad's character... uh, What's his face? 
Oh, his, his name escapes me. Colin Farrell. Holt. Yes, our Scottish man. So is he Scottish? Oh, his Irish. name's Holt Irish. in the movie. Holt in the movie. Um, I didn't like his character either. Yeah. He was boring. He didn't really, like... I don't know. I mean, the star of the show is Dumbo. The elephant looks great throughout the movie. He's so cute. Dumbo <laughs> is so Dumbo's cute. Dumbo's adorable, adorable, adorable. And actually, he's probably, like, the best character of the whole film. And he doesn't talk. It's the most expressive he has the, character. The, the most yeah. expression of anyone. And like Michael Keaton, like I was expecting him to be a really cool character, but he was just angry the whole time. They're like, Michael, just be angry. They originally and aggressive. Pitched, they pitched that role to Tom Hanks first, and oh Tom my God, Hanks can turned you imagine? it down. Tom Hanks is like, no. I, I he would have done it a little better. I think he would have done it better because it would have been like the first time you saw Robin Williams play like an evil character. Like you're just not prepared for it. So you're just like, oh, it's Tom Hanks. Everything's going to be okay. And then it's like, oh, he's crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. I think Tom would have done it in a much more like quiet kind of way. Where like Michael Keaton's much more in your face aggressive. Like that's going to be. Yes, yeah, he definitely turned into Beetlejuice towards the last like 15 minutes. Yeah, of that movie. he was just really. I think he would have been really good in that role. Well, it depends on what you're looking for. I think Tom Hanks would have been more like vindictive, like Littlefinger-ish. Yeah. You watch Game of Thrones, Littlefinger. No. It's like very behind the scenes, like conniving Don't and like Game manipulating. No Game of Thrones here. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'm saying that's who Littlefinger is. Okay. So that's I, that's how I think Tom Hanks would have played it. Yeah. Um, and like Michael Keaton, I, yeah, he was just fucking aggressive as hell. Danny DeVito was decent. He was alright. He was Danny DeVito. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Danny DeVito just plays himself in every film. I I got a Matilda vibe from him in this movie. I feel like the most interesting characters are like all of the random side characters in the circus that they don't really do. I really liked the girl. I love uh, the strong mermaid. Who's doing like 14 different jobs at the circus. Well, yeah, that was a little bit of racism brought into the movie that we need to discuss. So, yeah, right there, guys. We talked about the old um, movie in the clearly insensitive um, racism at the time period yeah. with the dark shadowed workers and the Jim Crows and the Jim Crows which Jim Crows were not in it at all there was a slight reference to them in the introduction to Dumbo where they said the lyrics to Elephant Fly but that was about it yeah I mean that's just a reference to yeah. their song there's a bunch of really great references hidden in the movie that's one of my favorite parts of it and there was that and um I was gonna say his name. Are you talking about like so? There was racism in the first yes, movie. Yes. Yes. So in this one, we had Rongo. Rongo the strong man. Rongo the strong man, and I quickly made the reference Rongo Mongo, just short for Mongoloid. Yeah. He was the offensive. only black character. And he was the only black character, and yeah. he was it just the one like... that did the bitch work, kind of. Well, he had he I was like, like security. That. He did the music and like was also the strong man. He did a did bunch all of different the books, stuff. Yeah, handled their press. He um, was the only person in the film, though, that really had to do all these jobs, and they continued to reference all the work he had to do. It just felt like I don't know, a little weird. Yes, I was like, why is he the only person of color? Really? Well, there was another person. There's the the um, Middle Eastern guy. I believe he was Middle Eastern who did the snake charming. Yes. So he was in there. Um, but like, it just... Of course he was Middle Eastern. Disney wouldn't have casted somebody that wasn't Middle Eastern for that role. 
That would be racist, guys. Yeah, that would be whitewashing, wouldn't it? Very much whitewashing. Do you think Anne Hathaway should have been the Snake Charmer? Um, (laughs) (laughs) She could have been that French girl. And it, what was her name? The goddess of the heavens? Anne Hathaway Colette. could have been that French girl? Mm-hmm. She actually would have done that well. She was a white French girl, yes. Anne Hathaway could have played <laughs> a white French girl. Uh, I don't Believe like, it or not. I don't like to look at things as black and white, I'm sorry. I well, we just did. Also, was not a fan of how cartoonishly evil the one circus worker was with the elephants that... Oh, that dies? Or... Yeah. Spoiler alert. Something happens to him. <laughs> Yeah, he's just, like, so cartoonishly he's, evil. Yeah, he's, like, a caricature <laughs> of, like, just a bad person. Which one? The guy that was, like, abusing Mrs. Jumbo in the beginning um, and that get that dies. Yeah, he I... He was so random. And I'm glad he died. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like, thank God. Yeah, I thought he was going to be, like, a continuous character throughout the movie, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was glad he died. He served no true purpose. And uh, that's what happens to people. I mean, the biggest plus with this movie is that the elephant flies sooner than during the last 30 seconds of the movie. Yes. <laughs> that, I'll tell you. Thank you for bringing that up because one thing that I wish there would have been more of in the original movie was more of a focus on Dumbo. Yeah. Because it wasn't till the very end that you actually got to see something. And so while I hated that they went to the whole dreamland and had that whole extra unnecessary half hour of this movie, yeah, I like that they did it just for the sake of giving more focus on Dumbo and his ability to fly. That yeah. was cool. And that he went and, like, saved the family. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean... I think it's weird. Like, Dreamland is Disneyland, right? Like it's, it's It reminds me of Tomorrow World. Yeah, like, it's definitely like Disneyland, and that makes Michael Keaton's character Walt Disney. That and it's really that. weird that he's, like, the evil character in a Disney movie. Well, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's the people at Disney kind of crying out with their message, like, help us, help us. <laughs> Maybe that's what Tim Burton really thinks of Disney. Yeah. I mean, he used to work for Disney and quit, like, mid-movie and vowed to never work for them again until, like, recently. Can so. you tell that this is a feather? Because Yeah, like, yeah I doing, knew right away. I'm doing Dumbo artwork over here. <laughs> um, There's that famous Dumbo coffee mug. That yep. I tried to make my coffee. <laughs> but I seriously, like, I really hated the whole dreamland. Like, from that point in the movie, it was just like, this is completely unnecessary. You're not really doing anything to further the plot. It's just about showing that Dumbo doesn't need his feather to fly and, like, he gets reunited with his mom. Yeah. And yeah. Also, let's think about how the best part of the original movie isn't in... This one, which is when... The drunk scene? Um, yes, Baby Dumbo gets drunk. That's what that's what made me mad, is like they... When they did the pink elephants, and mm-hmm. he's like, ooh, pink elephants, and he had yeah. this little cute moment. He wasn't drunk. No, no he was just really enjoying the bubbles. There and was a moment... Weren't that fun. There's a moment in the movie where the clowns, after like the clown scene, like are getting drunk, and they like stumble in with the bucket into his thing, and uh, Danny DeVito's character is like, keep the booze away from the baby. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's in the movie. You give the baby the booze. See, but I, like, I liked those little, like, paying homage to the movie without actually doing the scenes from the movie. No, because I think like what's so weird about Dumbo is the fact that the elephant gets <laughs> and that's and the whole pink elephant scene that leads to yeah, that. Yeah, like think of how weird Tim Burton could have made that, and he just totally was like, nah, we'll yeah. just have like these uh, like bubble artists and Dreamland create bubble elephants, and that'll be our pink elephant scene. I was yeah. like, that's a 
That's cop out, Tim Burton. You get that elephant drunk on some absinthe, and you show him stumbling around hallucinating. Jesus Christ. Like a real man. Yeah. Give the people what they want. All in all, do you guys feel like it was better or worse than the original? Or do you feel about the same? I don't think it did the first one total justice. But at the same time, there was so... Like like we said in our review of the original Dumbo, it was kind of boring. There are so many different avenues you could have taken this movie with a remake, and so I think they did take a lot of creative liberties and kind of went a direction with it, but it still was boring and kind of plodded along. So I don't think they enhanced it a whole lot, honestly. Yeah. I don't think it feels its length. Like, it's almost two hours oh, long, and no, I didn't think... it feels two hours. Oh, I, I thought it I... felt like three. Oh, I thought it was quick. I was like, man, that movie flew. No. I was ready for a nap. No. Dreamland hit, and I was like, it's been 84 years. It's also... <laughs> and that's another thing. It's a darker movie as far as just, like... The scenery, the time of day, like everything's mm-hmm. just a little darker. There's no like bright, bubbly scenes well, at that the really end, pop out. The very end, that's, that's it. when the color gets like the visuals get so beautiful. At the and I woke very up end, again. All that color. That was the only time I woke back up. Yeah, but the rest is very dingy, darker, um, Tim Burton y feeling. It was a really weird uh, artistic decision to have someone's hands in front of a screen for about two to three straight minutes. Yes. Was... Somebody did a, a big yes. boy stretch in front of us at the yep. theater. Yep, and just like held his hands in the air. And I tried to say something to me. him. I'm just sitting there, I'm like, cool. Like he was on a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> if I had popcorn, I would have threw it at him. You were just like, down. <laughs> down. Down, boy, down. Down. We tried, but it we just did. didn't, it didn't work. work. There's always someone trashy at that theater. Yeah. Oh my god. You should Do tell we the talk story. about the trash craziness we witnessed after? Yo. Okay. So the I will say the only like highlight for me, just real quick. All in all, movie was all right. Yeah. I could have done without it. You don't have to see it in theaters, but it's not a bad like movie to see. I think Dumbo is so fucking. Dumbo's cute, really cute. He's so cute. Yes. So for Dumbo, see it. Otherwise, me. But. What happened after is we walk out of this mother effing theater, guys, and I pray that this these parents they listen. listen to this podcast <laughs> so I can did? publicly shame them to their ears. We walk out of this theater, and it, while it's a nice movie theater that we went to, thank you, Matt, for selecting, no um, movie theaters can be gross. They're carpet, and we know yeah. a lot of shit gets trapped in carpet. There's a lot of foot traffic in a oh, movie yeah. theater. This family, you had a mother... Kind of sitting, very well dressed too. Mm-hmm. Very well dressed. We're in King of Prussia, baby. We're in King of Prussia. King of Prussia Mall. King of Prussia. Bitches sitting on the floor against what I think was like a vending machine type shit. <laughs> and in front of her on the floor was her baby, easily less than eight months old. Just laying on its back. Just laying on its back. On the ground. On the ground. <laughs> while some other folks around them were just talking. Like they're having a little get together in their living room. Mm-hmm. But it's not their living room. It's, it's the movie theater hallway. The movie theater hallway. And right outside the effing door, you walk out. So you, we're all walking out of this theater, and the mom's like, oh. Like, surprised that we interrupted yeah. their little event. It's like, sorry. We had a couple friends that had to go to the bathroom. And coming out of the bathroom, it was about a five-minute wait for that whole thing to happen. They were still there the whole time. And when Talking. we left, they were still there. The baby was still on the fucking still floor. Still on the ground. I don't know what they were doing. They were having, like, a family reunion powwow, just, like, sitting there talking yes. about shit. And I think she changed that baby on the floor. I was going to say, I was under the impression that she changed the baby on the floor and then just 
conversation continued. Yeah, and you know, because she was so relaxed too. The mom was like relaxing on the floor. Do you think they're like hippies? Are they like free range parents? Like, oh, just they're like Sims. Just put your baby on the floor and go do what you need to do. I think they're just stupid. It was so weird. It was gross. I felt bad for the child. Like I just walked out and see a baby on the floor, and I'm just like. What? We almost, like, probably hit the baby with a door coming out. It was that close. And yeah. They were right there. You pretty much... Yeah, you had to rechange your walk path as soon as you stepped out of the theater. Yeah. You were that close. What Thank God I looked. What an awkward way to phrase that. You <laughs> had to rechange your walk path. <laughs> Side note, guys. Learned last night that Matt doesn't like peanut butter, so please shame the, him. Yes. Everyone publicly shame Matt for not liking peanut butter. Which ties into Dumbo, because Dumbo eats peanuts. We also... So we... Before we saw Dumbo, we went out to eat, and yes. we had a an interesting time because we went to a Latin, yeah, Latin kitchen and rum bar. Yes, which for Andrew and I is great. We love adventurous cuisine. Phenomenal. For producer Matt, he likes chicken fingers and <laughs> cheese, so this was difficult for him. Um, luckily, there were a few things with cheese and a few things with chicken. <laughs> a few things with chicken. Um, but there were some interesting things that happened. Like, for one, we ordered Matt a non-alcoholic blackberry thyme mojito. I was having an alcoholic one. It was delicious. I loved it. Very good. Yes. Um, Matt took a sip, and his face looked like when a baby tries a lemon for the first time. <laughs> it's precisely what it was. It, guys, the drink is just some fresh mint leaves, seltzer water, and blackberries. That's it. And, That's and maybe it. a little bit of lime. And Matt could not fucking handle that. <laughs> and I want to tell you guys, he took probably ten sips of this drink. And it when he was move. done, there, there was, was like, what, a millimeter yeah. gone? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, a drop hit yes. his tongue and he... Ugh! Yeah. <laughs> it was not, not good. I don't We'd, know how... You're going to survive in this world. No, we tried to get him to try ceviche. Oh my god, we couldn't even tell him what was in it yes. because we knew he wouldn't eat it if we did. Forty minutes into dinner is when he finally put the chip to his mouth. He had a slice of avocado, a slice of the fish, and a teeny little red onion. He we didn't a, tell him it was fish. Yes, though. we didn't tell him. He was him what like, it was. "What is this?" We're like, "Nothing. Just put it on there." So what's he do? He takes a bite of just the chip and the avocado. And then decides he's... Well, no, you did then throw the fish in. Yeah. Made, again, a very disgusted face and said, mm, I don't like it. He's like, is this fish? And we're like, yes. And he's like, no. No. Very disappointed. But you did do another thing, which was... Pulled a chunk of dried cheese <laughs> off of the parchment paper that our chips were on balled it up and put that right in his mouth. It was just despite hanging. there being an entire plate of cheese. Yes, there was already a plate of fundido in front of him. In my defense, he reached across all of that to grab the cheese because it was bothering me that it was like Matt, it was garbage. Matt, it had fallen from someone's chip onto the parchment paper. And there's a whole fresh dish in front of you. In front of you. With that dip. And you're like, nope, I'm going to get this piece off the parchment paper. Imagine he ate part of the paper. And that's when we promptly said, well, Welch promptly said, you need to practice some dates. (laughs) So that's what we're doing when I get back. Yeah, we're going on practice dates because, first of all, Matt needs to try peanut butter. Also, we can't be eating cheese off, off of parchment paper. That's just not something we can have anymore. 
so yeah, a very interesting <laughs> night overall. Awful. Awful. Joe was nice though. Joe was server. so into you. He was a little cutie. He was into you. Gross. We had this uh, server, and like he would only make eye contact with Andrew. He did shade us once, though. Um, yeah, he shaded us. Hard. He, he, shaded, he said, called me a decision maker of the table. Well, because I was trying to get your attention. Like, do you want more starters? And you're like, what? And I'm like, fucking pay attention. <laughs> um, but we were we got the bill. And naturally, you know, we struggle to figure out how, how do we pay this because we're millennials. And he comes over and, what, wait, what did he say? He's like, oh, you guys having, having trouble with the math? I see a lot of calculators basic out. Basic math. you having yeah. trouble with some basic math. And I was like, did you just fucking shade us? And he was like, no, no. I was like, you did, don't lie. You just shaded the fuck out of He us. did. But he was, I think he was flirting. Um, that was our evening of Dumbo. Yeah. And. Uh, a pleasant time. Yeah, An great okay time. movie. Great time with great people. Okay mm-hmm. movie. Um, wouldn't go see it again. I was really excited to see the Aladdin 2 trailer, though. Aladdin yeah. 2. The, the Aladdin, Aladdin trailer, trailer looked boss. It did. Eddie Murphy was in it. Yeah. So, I'm excited there. <laughs> he didn't realize. I didn't. Again, he didn't Guys. fucking realize that I said Eddie Murphy. He's just like, yes, that's correct. Oh, wait. <laughs> it's not. You need to work on that. I fucking suck. <laughs> It's okay, I had ink on my head. <laughs> we all have our problems. <laughs> and with I that being said, guys... Paper. We're all fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Matt doesn't like peanut butter. He eats cheese off of paper. That, <laughs> that is what the dysfunctional Disneyto podcast has to share about Dumbo. I should have done all Ds for that in that sentence. Well, dysfunctional Disneyto... Dumbo discussion. Duh. Whatever. Yeah. It's Friday, guys. Please have yourselves... A wonderful weekend. Yes. And, well, you're going to listen to this on, like, a Tuesday. So have a great rest of your oh, week. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. And, you know, if you would like to share your thoughts on Dumbo, if you've seen the film, if you haven't already posted it to our page, you little eager beavers, yeah. Disney hoes, yeah. please feel free to hit us up. If you would like, on social media... Our Facebook group, Disneydos. Or you can hit us up on the social media platforms of Instagram or Twitter at Disneydo Podcast. You can also shoot Matt, producer Matt, an email at Podcast at gmail.com or check out our website, Disneydopodcast.com. Additionally, check us out on iTunes or Spotify. Well, I mean, if they're already listening to this, they're checking us out somewhere. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah. Oh, Tell shit. Your friends to Why did I say out? that last time then? I didn't know so. <laughs> well, what if, what if they're not no, listening we to us? They could listen sharing, to us on our right? website. But rate and review and subscribe and all of that good stuff because it helps our standings on different social media sites. Yeah, and I got to pay rent, guys, so really yeah, get on that Spotify. Help me out. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, that's it. That's it, guys. Bye. Bye. Is it really? Why yeah. didn't you fucking tell me? Because I've been enjoying it the whole this podcast. Whole time? I was going to tell Where you as soon it? as we were done right recording. Up, just a bunch of ink smudge. You guys been fucking. Worse. Oh, it's, it's gone. Just give me your fucking phone. No, my camera doesn't pull up. <laughs> oh, there oh. it is. This whole time I've had it's fucking like ink now. on my head. It's like gone.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network.